What is going on, everyone? I am so excited. Uh, back again with us this week, uh, Jose Gardner. Uh, we were talking about it um, just being excellent. And that was actually the last after action, the debrief of the last podcast that you did. And, and it sparked another conversation that we had. So I, I really appreciate you jumping back in with us, uh, talking about excellence. And, and we had just talked about the importance of it. I and mean, we literally tied into how important it is for people to find something in their life uh, that they can dedicate to themselves. And, and Jose, I'm going to let you just take over if you don't mind. Uh, share a little bit about that conversation that we had about it. Yeah, man. Um, happy to be back on, you know, uh, love, love these kind of discussions, love getting real, uh, cerebral about kind of how we, you know, how we be good at things and, and kind of move on and especially the community we have listening. So obviously, you know, being really veteran oriented, but, um, kind of what we were talking about, you know, there's so many, um, so many discussions constantly happen about like, you know, there's all these services for helping veterans. They, you know, the word transition back and, and all these things. And in the prior podcast, we discussed a little bit about, you know, identity and going from that warrior identity back to just a, you know, just a citizen, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we talk about civilian, but, but being a good citizen and, and kind of contributing to society. And so if we can keep this on one train of thought, I find, um, you know, as, as I speak with veterans and, and kind of as we all have, you catch up with your buddies that kind of kind of feel like they're in the rat race. Right. So it doesn't matter if they go get a, a white collar job or a blue collar job or, or anywhere in the middle. Heck, going back to school and trying to figure out how to afford it while still maintaining some semblance of a life. Um, you're a provider. Right. At the end of the day, whether, you know, you you said you've got kids and a full time job, you're a provider. Um, you know, if you've got any stay at home parents, guy or girl, frankly, like you're a provider, you're trying to keep things in order. And if you're not, you know, working, then you're probably dealing with budgeting and cleaning and maintenance and all these things. Right. You're providing. And heck, if you're single, either way, you're providing for yourself like it's. It's not easy, right? Like rent isn't any cheaper for one person than two. And and so what happens with providing then, you know, you're working for, for a paycheck, right? You're working for somebody else. And if you're lucky, it's 40 hours a week. If you're unlucky, it's it's indefinite. <laughs> um, and so when you really put that in perspective, I love thinking about percentages, right? Like, like I formulate recipes for, for a living. Right. And, and so I think about something being 3% this and 50% that, and, and if you're lucky, 33% of your life is spent making a paycheck for somebody, you know, for somebody else, basically. Um, if you're an entrepreneur, it's frankly more than that, even though it's for you, it's really for everybody. Cause you're just literally trying to work to make, to get people's business. Um, and I think that really kind of, Sometimes we feel uh, kind of the term you and I discussed a little bit is that we lack autonomy, right? Like a lot of people, you know, you come from the military and you're so used to being told what to do and, and org structure and rank and the ladder and this, that and the other. And, and you lack autonomy. And, and so we looked up that that definition and it's the right to self-government, right? And when you think about it, that's so powerful because in the military, you had no self-government. There was always somebody above you. If it was the commandant, if it was the defense secretary, there's somebody above you and you, there's a lot of people above you. And it's probably every veteran's biggest complaint about the military, right? There's so much we love, but that's the one thing it's like, what was our, what was the stupid ditty we learned in boot camp? Discipline is instant willing obedience to all orders. And if you really put that in perspective, it's like, mm, that probably doesn't transition real great to, <laughs> to your citizen, to your civilian life. So that is coming full circle. Now that we've set the basis uh, for what I'm talking about, for people that have a hard time um, turning work off when they get home, right? It's just, you feel like you're constantly doing stuff for others, whether it's for your boss or for your family, you're constantly doing for others. 
And this is my, it, it may go against a little bit of the belief of, of kind of teamwork and military, but there's a point to this. I believe that the real way to be able to relax, to be able to turn things off, to be able to deal with stress on a day-to-day is actually, I said selfishness at first, but we're going to call it self-investment. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you listen to my, to the last podcast I was on, we were talking about long-range shooting, but, you know, that led to just the the overarching theme of finding something to be excellent at in your life. And we talked about doing that to create purpose, but we don't talk about kind of like the, let's say the emotional benefits, the stress benefits of that, which is just, you know, for me, I'll come home and it's been a long day at work or I've had an eight hour road trip after some ridiculous meetings and I, and I'm, and I might come home and turn on the TV, but usually that's not what de-stresses me. I'll probably go out to my shop and start putting together some new gun part or building ammo or something that I feel like, um, you know, we can talk about this, but, but I worked all day for somebody else. I'm working for me. I'm investing in me. I'm, I'm, I'm owning up to something that I want to see the finished product at the end. Right. And for me, that is shooting. Um, it doesn't have to be that right. Whether you want to go join a city league basketball or club league ultimate frisbee or you want to go find the chess club or invest in some pour your heart and soul into some volunteer organization right join some local volunteer organization but don't just join it be on committees be you know be a decision maker and and you'll find that when it's not making money for somebody else right when it's not working for the paycheck or when it's not like trying to keep your your offspring alive which is my, very necessary and very honorable don't get me wrong <laughs> but it creates a lot of stress and and just what i find is when you can have just that one thing and it doesn't have to be a whole crazy time consuming thing but the one thing that is literally for your self enjoyment and maybe not even selfishness but self self satisfaction that it makes dealing with the stress, having an outlet for the stress of that other stuff really a lot easier. And, and you'll find it kind of really helps to find identity that that you feel you create yourself instead of being for somebody else, right? You're not just somebody else's employee number. It's identity that you get to create and control and invest in. And so that, and that I've got a, so many, so many questions inside of that. I really want to ask you though, just to share with everybody, um, what is your, what yeah. is your thing or what are some examples of things that, that you, uh, tie yourself to that, that you find that in? Yeah. So, um, currently I would say probably the, the biggest, uh, time consumer, uh, is the shooting world, right? I do, I don't just compete, right? I'm very competitive. I think that probably came off last time, but the other <laughs> thing I like to do, right? I, I love mentorship and I love education. Um, and so you'll find that I actually, um, do reviews. I do written articles. I do podcasts and, and kind of share information, um, about that sport as well. I like getting new people into it as you, uh, personally experienced. And so I do invest a lot of time in that, um, the other thing now that I've moved back South where you have longer hunting seasons is frankly, I spend a lot of time over at the hunting club, just improving the land improving, you know, being more of like a con- conservation oriented. And, and, and that's kind of, that's been an interesting twist that I haven't been involved in, frankly, since I left the South 10 years ago. So I've really enjoyed getting back into that. And then also I work, uh, or not work. Um, oddly enough, I'm on the, the, the board of directors for our local young farmers association, uh, which is really intriguing because obviously that's agricultural related. And I do work in the ag industry, but not a single one of us on the board directors is farmers. We're all industry related, which is a really interesting switch is kind of, um, 
ag production gets uh, smaller and more consolidated, but the industry expands from like the industrial side. Um, so I'm involved in that as well. Right. So once again, like, you know, we talk about like what's really good uh, alleviators of stress. Well, if one thing's making me mad, I don't just have one option. Right. Because some days your shooting sucks. It's really good to just walk away and turn that off too. <laughs> right. So you got other things so, that, that you can be involved in. So I like to be diverse, but. No, man, I love it. You've got several things that you do and I, I appreciate you, Sherman. In fact, just to, to make a note of it, just how serious you take it, you're heading out to the mammoth shooting competition. Is that correct? The Mammoth Sniper Challenge. Yep, that's right. Yeah, Ma- Mammoth Sniper Challenge. Man, that's this weekend. That's awesome. I'm yep. pumped for you. Yep. That's how serious he takes it. And I want to circle back to something, too, <laughs> that uh, because it, it got said earlier, and you mentioned it, it's something we talked about in the previous uh, episode about the identity, you know, that warrior identity and getting up, shifted into that civilian identity. And then also, you know, always being told what to do, because I've heard in the past, and I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this and, and uh, what you can open up with it. I've heard in the past people share that a lot of people in the military, even though we hate it being told what to do, a lot of it is needed. And it's kind of one of those that you, you need that and love that, what you hate that a lot of people don't have that willing or that ability to go and tell themselves to regulate, what should I go do? Where should I go? And um, I I think that that could be a challenge for you. What thoughts do you have with that? I I think it's something that we as veterans, um, gosh, I don't love leading with the fact, um, how do I say this? Like in my elevator speech, uh, it's kind of weird, but I will never, when I meet a new customer or meet a new account or even a new coworker, it's usually not, I don't even mention the military when I introduce myself. Um, that has absolutely nothing to do with shame or anything like that, right? Like I'm very proud of it as you're aware. And, and, and it's something that really did kind of uh, create a good point in my life, but I just feel like I don't let it define me. But what I do let it do is I take every advantage for what I think it sets me apart from my non-military peers uh, in the workforce. And I think whether that's white collar or blue collar, it's the same thing. And, and I think what I would go with to make a, a little bit of an enter- entertaining metaphor is like, you know, there's two extremes and usually the good lies in the middle. And I think what we would all agree with that a very, I'm not gonna say everybody, but a very standard story in the military is you were either a, a wild rebellious youngster um, or you were a hot shit, arrogant youngster that decided to go join the military. And so what you probably didn't do is follow orders real well. Um, if you joined at the, let's say the standard age in life um, and, and you kind of hadn't developed discipline in your life yet, not to an extreme, uh, and then you join the military, especially on the enlisted side. I can't speak for the officers, but on the enlisted side, all of a sudden you're literally beat into submission mentally. I'm not going to say physically. It's not the 80s anymore, but at least mentally you're beat into submission um, and you learn extreme discipline to the point that you hate it. But what that that allows, I believe, uh, when you enter the workforce is that you have the discernment. Uh, I love that word, but you have the discernment to know when you can speak up. Like when somebody tells you to do something and you're like, hey, you know what, maybe we should think about that. Like, And it depends on your, you know, your culture and your environment. But if you have a work uh, environment that values you, you know when to speak up. But you also have the coworkers that you really feel like I'm going to get a little crude for a second. But you have that coworker that you're like, you just shut the fuck up and do what you're supposed to do. We'd be done with this quicker than you could argue about it. To me, that is where you put 
discipline to your advantage, right? Because you just know sometimes it's for the betterment of the team. You're not going to enjoy it. There's stuff we got to do every day that we don't like so that we get to do the stuff that we do like. Um, but to me, that's where veterans, they, they have that discernment. It's like, you really think this is tough? How about you just shut your mouth, put your nose down, get your work done. And we'll be, you know, we'll be talking about it at the water cooler at three o'clock this afternoon, you know? And, and so um, while we can hate the discipline, you know, the extreme levels of discipline, uh, or at least the way the military defines it, um, I think you can really put it to your advantage to set yourself apart and look, frankly, even if you just do it in a default setting, it makes you look like so much of a team player than the average person. It's silly. So. Yeah. I, that makes a ton of sense. And man, it really hit me with what you said earlier that you don't even bring up your military. Like, so when you meet somebody new, you don't even mention, you don't mention your military career at all you, and, until later on. Well, and I think, um, you know, frankly, like, like let's call a spade a spade um, in sales. And I'm in a little bit of a technical sales role in my daily life, if you will. You don't want to alienate anybody. And the fact of the matter is, while I find people that don't like military incredibly annoying, uh, the fact of the matter is there are some people that are either neutral to it or maybe even just have like a, let's call it a slightly negative, just like a, like an internal reaction. Like they're not going to like talk crap to you to your face. There's no reason to create, you know, like nobody's going to be like, oh, my God, that dude went to such and such college. I'm not buying from him. But the fact of the matter is there are idiots out there that would do that about the military. They don't know your military. You can still take their money. <laughs> so yeah, well, I'll gladly take their money and then read the room. And if and if it comes up, I'm never going to deny it. That's not what I mean. Right. Right. But I mean, it's just like it's not to me. It's just not something to punch people in the face with. It's yeah. it's let people ask you through your actions. Right. Because most of us reek of it anyways, if we're being real. Um, but let people <laughs> yeah. ask you about it through your actions and then make it a great conversation. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, you know, and Hey, give me feedback no. if, if you think I'm wrong and you're going to reach out to me after this, but, but you know, I just <laughs> I, don't I know it. that I, there's just so many good things in life. Like, like let that be something that your actions speak louder than your words. I was watching Ted Lasso today and, um, there was this <laughs> stupid quote in there that just caught me <laughs> off guard. It said, uh, this lady was like, you know, if you're good at your job, you don't have to tell people you're good at your job. And to me, like veterans <laughs> should, should really keep that in mind. Like, <laughs> so. Man, I think that just hit the nail on the head. And I, and that's why I, lo I love what you do there because more often than not, I won't share with people in my military background. And, um, you're one of the first people that I've, that I've talked to that does something similar and I love just hearing it from you just made a lot of sense and that it's almost a, it's like a cherry on top of a great conversation, you know, cause you just, yeah. I'm imagining you talking to somebody, you're obviously very personable. You get along with a lot of different diverse groups, diverse backgrounds when you talk to them and they decide that they really like you. And then after the fact, they find out that you're a veteran. It's like, it's, it's either two, there's two things that are going to happen. One, uh, they love veterans and they already really liked you. So now you just got elevated to another notch or, on the other side, too, you mentioned those people that are neutral or not crazy about the military, that those people that already like you now, they actually like the military and veterans a little bit more. You, and you right. see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. it, it kind of brings them up yeah, a notch, yeah. whereas it could have been uh, a detriment to that person. And so now you're bringing them up a notch and teaching them how great uh, veterans can be and veterans are. Yeah. But it definitely oh, doesn't absolutely. have to be something you lead out with. So I, 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 I love what well, you're saying. I just wanted and, to point it out and highlight it. And the other thing. I mean, not, not to cut you off, but like we always joke around about, you know, if somebody's a CrossFitter or a vegan, they're going to tell you. And obviously there's probably a lot of CrossFitter <laughs> veterans listening. Um, but frankly, you can put that in context of, of veterans too, right? Like 
you know, sometimes that's just not every part of conversation. <laughs> so yeah, it, do, it but, doesn't have to be. Well, and, and, you know, I think this was to another conversation that we had too about finding common ground with people outside of the military, because that's where the common ground is. Somebody that's not a veteran, you're definitely yep. not going to be able to relate to them on being a veteran. So if the goal is to connect with people, it's probably not going to be through that, that veteran status. So I, I just love that you pointed out. Yeah. And I, just, I just couldn't help but ask about it. So I, I really, I think it's a great thing that you do. And I love that you, you bring that to a conversation because it's either way, it's going to be a win. And it just shows how good of a, a salesperson you probably are out there, out there doing uh, what you do with it. So what I wanted to ask and too yeah. is, is if anybody that's out there thinking about this, so we started out talking about excellence. We started out talking about finding something to, to commit yourself to, to be great to what advice would you give to anybody that is just listening right now and thinking to themselves, okay, got it. I need to go find something, but maybe shooting's not my thing. Uh, how is it or what advice would you give them about, finding that item for themselves? Um, I have a little bit of a, of a, I don't know, I call it an obsessive personality and I don't even OCD because if you've been around me enough to know, I'm not the world's most organized uh, person in the world. But um, I think my real advice is to sell out, right? Like whatever you're going to do. And I don't mean to do that in like uh, an un... Uh, an uneducated way for, from a standpoint about educating yourself about the subject, but like, Hey, you know, I want to go try a chess club. Well, don't go in, you know, go in with the mentality that like, I'm going to commit to this unless I hate it. Not, there's a big difference between going to something going, I'll come back if I like it compared to I'm not, I'll only not come back if I hate it. Right. Like there's the stupid, saying like it takes three times to try anything. The first time is to get over the fact of doing it. The second time is to figure out how to do it. And then the third time is to figure out if you like it or not. Right. And I think there's a lot of power in that. Like if there's something that interests you, heck dude, YouTube is such a powerful, you know, YouTube and Facebook, like just go soak up all the media you can about it. Probably gives you a pretty good first impression of whether you should try whatever interests you or not. Chess, golf, Underwater basketball weaving doesn't matter, right? So go learn about it. Um, and heck, nobody's going to go check your browser history. Like, don't be embarrassed on what you search about. Uh, and then just go <laughs> find they were, something. They'd probably find sell some out, stuff. right? Like, like yeah. yeah, thanks, FBI. <laughs> but uh, no, but, <laughs> but sell um, out with it. But but my advice for me, yeah, is, you know, like like Ultimate Frisbee so random, and it probably defined about five years of my life. And it wasn't just because I went out like, oh, I'm going to see how this goes. Like, I literally went and found a team that practiced, and I just showed up every day to practice for three weeks. And I was like, eh, I don't know, there's kind of a turning point. And then somebody was like, hey, man, you should stick around. And, you know, had I just kind of like showed up once every other week, they would have just been like, oh, he's a fly, you know, fly by night kind of guy. And, 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 you know, there's the old adage, you get out of something, what you put into it. A lot of times when you put in the investment, people recognize that investment and they want to invest in you. So you get more out of it than what you invested because you showed you were willing in the first place. Right. So you can literally, you, you can insert any hobby into that blank. And there's somebody out there that loves it more than you that probably wants to be an ambassador to that activity that wants to bring somebody in and mentor them but you don't want to waste your time on somebody that you know is, is probably just kind of being, you know, casual about it. So. Yeah. That, that person that, that would be the mentor, the ambassador, as you mentioned, it is definitely not going to step in and attempt to waste their time. Except on the flip side of that, that person absolutely loves to talk about it. Like they love to talk about it, to share their yeah. knowledge, to share what they know. Oh, yeah. So I, I love that. 
that piece that you mentioned with with selling out. Um, it will I just I know we talked about it in the past episode, but that's what helped me so much with with long range shooting and the competitive world was meeting you and and you helping me out just a ton with it. So I think that that's a, a great example of that. And you mentioned the selling out nature of it, and I love it because I've always referenced it. I heard it and I stole it from somebody, and they always mention just pretend like that was your wedding vows. Like I'm gonna go try it. Like okay, how long is that wedding to last? You know, not very long. If you're like, if, like sell, like get married to it. Because right. if, if that was your wedding vows of like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, see, let's see what happens. I'll go out once. Like, okay, got it. That's not really committing to it. That's not going all yeah. in and saying, I'm going to really get this down. Because if that was some wedding vows, the yeah. night you got married, like that's eh, probably not. And nobody's really going to take any time to, to educate you on it. So I love that advice of picking something, right. educate yourself and selling out on it. So man, Jose, thank you so much. I appreciate you jumping on board. Uh, coming back to share this about finding yeah, uh, a piece of your life to be excellent. Uh, Jose, you also mentioned that I was would be able to take a link for your Instagram, uh, drop it down into the description of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So it's at Jose underscore LR tactics. So J O S E underscore L R T A C T I C S. So at Jose underscore LR tactics. Um, you can find a lot of my shooting stuff there. You can find incredible pictures of my dog who does very weird things in life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just hit me up. I'm pretty active, easy yeah. to find, and you can follow along on, on all the weird stuff I do. So, and, Well, I love it. And anybody that's interested that wants to hear more, wants to get more advice from Jose, I strongly recommend it. He is an amazing person, great Marine. Uh, definitely reach out. Like I said, I'm going to put it down in the description below. And that's going to be our challenge to all of you is to step in find something to be excellent with and then go all in commit to it sell out with it and make it happen one million veterans empowering one million veterans is my mission my name is thad david and if you like this mission or this podcast there's a few things you could do to help me out and number one is just leave a five-star review and let the world know that you enjoyed this show number two follow or subscribe the show wherever you're watching. And number three, share it with as many people as you think would find value in it. Now, if you have direct feedback for me, or if there's anything that I can do to personally help you out, please reach out to me directly at victoriousveteranproject at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you. Conquer today.